Hey, just a quick note on Prime Tips. We are now listed with iHeartRadio. So if you're using the iHeartRadio podcast app to listen to things, you can hear us there. And if you found us through iHeartRadio, welcome to Prime Tips. Hey, welcome back, agents, to another episode of Prime Tips. This time we're talking all about the scanner. There's been all kinds of little additions put into the scanner. So we're going to kind of lump most of those together and talk about them. There's one that I can't really pull off just yet that deals with sound. Uh, We'll hint to it a little bit, but I'm going to try to do that one in an episode all its own. So we're looking at the new things that have come in the scanner, and you might see these if you've up, had your scanner update, I'm assuming most people will see these things uh, because the scanner is going to update. But if you don't, it might be something that the scanner will eventually update and you will see it. So one of the ones that they added that I like a lot, it uh, works out for me a lot, is upload later. They've expanded that a little bit. And they didn't say a whole lot about it. So if this is something that you don't remember seeing, I didn't see it either until I got into the scanner and started looking at things. I didn't see it posted anywhere. So we all know that we, when you scan a portal, you can choose to submit the portal later, upload later. That way you don't have to use up your data in the field. Or in my case, uh, if you're in a place where your cell signal just sucks, uh, it's going to be too long and it's going to time out. I also have that issue that whenever I want to submit a portal. So if I'm submitting a new portal, there's some of them I just can't pull it off because the time that it takes to upload the picture, even that picture, is too long and it will time out. So they have now added that to upload later. So let's take a look at that real quick and see what it kind of looks like. So here you can see we've got everything going and you'll notice that up near the top, I've already done my uploads, so you wouldn't see this if you've not done any uploads, but since I have, I have portal contributions showing up, and it tells me that I got two contributions pending upload and how much it is, 57 megs. Now, I could, the idea is, come home or a place where you have good Wi-Fi, connect to the Wi-Fi, do those uploads, it'll take a lot less time, and... If you're on a data plan, it's not going to eat up your data. And especially in my case, if you're in a remote area and you can't get it to go through without timing out, this allows you to do that. Now, you can hit the Manage button there instead of hitting Upload All, and it will show you, hey, here are the things that are waiting to be uploaded. Uh, In this particular case, I got two of them. And you can see one of them is something you've probably seen before, which is the bottom one on the picture. Uh, that is a portal scan, and they there. I think that was about 34 megs. And again, depending upon the speed of your uh, data in the field, that could be too long. So that's why they put it in there. The one I like is the one that they've added, and it's at the top, and that's a portal nomination. And there's one of those. So now we've got two different categories, and that allows you to say, hey, I want to upload that later, and you can then get into the area where you have Wi-Fi and do it. So you hit the button, and it will upload it, and away it goes. So it's not as quick, but you get the job done. So I'm not going to take the time to go ahead and do the other one there. Um, But 
that's the whole thing of upload later. So again, if you're having problems with submitting and the submit timeout, check that out. That's a good way to go about it. Now, they kind of lump a lot of the other ones together in what they call, what they're calling, Nyanic Labs Innovations. So they explain this as field tests, new features and suggestions, especially those from the agent community. And the ones that I've seen in there are ones that I have seen people in the community talking about or asking for. So some of the more popular experiments may be added to this core scanner. Some may be retired if they don't see much use. So what that tells me is they're going to look to see how many people turn these things on and use these things. And if it's not something that is used or popular, they won't put it in. Now, you may ask, why do why is that? Well, they want to keep the bloat, the size of the actual program down. If they've got you know things in there that people are not using, there's no reason to have it in there and make that particular app bigger and run, run slower. So for you as gameplay, if there's something in there in the Nyanic Labs innovations, and we'll show you how to check them out here in a second, turn them on, use them. That will help them see, yes, this is something that players want and we want to keep in there. So one of the things that they added is what they're calling native refresh rate. Now, I've seen a lot of Posts over the past year or two, people talking about, hey, I want to play at 60 FPS, or I want to play at a, a higher refresh rate. Um, they talk about it just doesn't look good on my phone. Uh, okay, I'm I'm one of the people that I've got a lower end phone. I'm not going to see anything with native refresh rate, but there are players that do. So what it does is it's going to increase the frame rate for a smoother visual experience. And from what I'm hearing, people are saying, yes, it is a better looking picture. It is smoother in some respects. So it, it's it's not a one-to-one correlation in some places because uh, they're talking about frames per second, FPS, and your phone might be talking about screen refresh rate, which is basically the same thing but a little bit different. Uh, so from what I'm hearing and reading, some people are reporting that 60 frames per second seems to be a cap even if your phone says it can be running at 120 frames per second. But there are some people that saying, hey, I've got it running 120 frames per second. It's running fine. So it, it might really just kind of depend upon the phone, whether that phone is going to really run it at 60 FPS or whether it's running at 120 FPS or whether it's running at, you know, a 60 FPS and it's reporting 120 FPS. But in the end, they are saying that it is a smoother, crisper visual experience. So smoother play could be the the pro side of that. The pot, the negative side is it could introduce slower responsiveness or lag. If your phone has to work really hard to run at 60 FPS or 120 FPS, you might notice that it just doesn't respond like it did before. Um, a lot of the agents, well, not a lot, but a number of the agents that are, are talking about this say the one thing that they notice is that uh, glyph hacking is different. In some ways, it's better because there's better resolution and, and uh, more precision, but their timing gets off. Because you got muscle memory about how fast you do things and how far you slide things. Uh, you turn on the FPS and get it up there. That's going to change it a little bit. 
And so you might have to make some adjustments for, you know, how you hack if you've got that native refresh rate on. Um, so if it's a problem, you can just turn off the native refresh rate. One other downside that it probably will come to get you, it's going to eat up more power because you're doing more graphic work with that phone. It's probably going to eat up your battery quicker. So this could be something that if you're in the field on an operation and you know that you're going to be working you know, hard and long, you might consider turning that native refresh rate off so that your battery stays up. Or you know, just have an external battery and plug it in. Another one that they talk about that uh, they have put in is nearby portal indicators. And you can turn those off now. So you can choose to turn them off. Now, if you're not familiar with them, um, what what they are is whenever you're looking at your scanner, and especially if you're moving uh, moving in a vehicle under you know a certain speed or, or moving with a bike, uh, as you pass by where portals would be on your left or your right or in front of you, um, a little uh, notification will pop up and give the name, uh, a picture, and information about the portal. So. A lot of people don't see it as anything that's helpful, um, but you can use it to kind of figure out where those are at. So you can, if you swing your scanner left and right, you will notice that it will jump to the left or it'll jump to the right, um, indicating, hey, I'm on this side of your your uh, line of traffic or your line of movement. So you can kind of go this way to get to it. And it'll give you an idea how far away it is. The old scanner used to say, hey, take me right to it, but that's not in there. Um, but there is something there for those. I mean, you can tap on them to get portal information. And so it could be, you know, hey, do I need to get this one as a unique? Or is this one something that uh, the opposing faction has fully deployed? Do I need to go and you know, knock a couple of resonators off of that? You know, all those things, it does put it out in front of you. Um, but it is something that if you're in a portal enriched environment some you know a place where there's a lot of portals it's going to put clutter on the screen so you're going to lose the bottom right corner the bottom left corner and they're going to stack up on you so i can see why some agents especially in those areas that have a lot of portals and they move through that that's something they'd like to turn off so they they can see the rest of it um so yeah, you can you can use those, and then you can go into layers to see if you visited, captured, or scout controlled. So that kind of brings us to our next thing, which is layers. Um, they've introduced in the scanner layer inversion. Now that's been in the IITC, and it's been part of uh, the stock Intel for quite a while. But now you can see these things on the scanner natively. So right where you're at, you don't have to jump out to Intel to see it. So what you can do, if you, the layers are there, and they've, they've been there for a while. So you can tap on the layers, and you can turn things on and off. Um, but now with inversion, if the first time you tap it, it will turn on that layer. So it could be visited or captured. So when you tap it the first time, it's going to indicate on the map, hey, these are the portals within the view that you have captured or you have visited. Um, and you don't see it right then, but when you come back to that layer, the name, like captured, will be orange. And that indicates that it's on, 
and it's not inverted. So it's saying, hey, here are the ones that you have captured. The second tap does the inversion. So you tap the same thing a second time, and the color, well, it will invert what you see on the screen. So instead of showing you, say, all the portals that you have captured, it's now showing you all the portals that you need to capture, which could be handy if you're going through an area and you're like, I've been through here before. I know I've hacked a bunch of portals and I've visited them. Um, Which ones do I need to get? It might be easier just to invert it and say, here's the ones I need to hit. Um, especially if you're doing captured. You might be in an area where, yeah, I've been through here. I know that I've interacted with every portal, but which ones were already you know, deployed and I couldn't capture them? So I want to turn on the capture. So the second tap will turn on that inversion. And again, if you go back to the layers, we'll see here in a minute, the name on that will turn purple. So you can see that inversion is on. Third tap uh, basically turns it off. So it doesn't seem to have any effect if you're on the drone uh, net layer because you're, you're just turning on the drones, seeing the drones and turning them off. So there's, there's no inversion there. And it does work when you're in the drone footage view. So let's take a look at that. And I had so to go in with the drone vision view. Um, and, and you can see that we hit the, the layer button and use the same four. Visited, captured, scout controlled, and drone net. And I'll tap, I believe I tapped capture. And you can see on the screen that almost all of those portals indicate that they're captured. The one that's kind of in the upper right does not indicate it's captured, but that's kind of hard to see. So if I invert and I say, don't show me the ones that I don't have, I go back to it and you notice the captured there is orange. I tap that same button again, it will invert, and now what I see on the map, there's only one of them that has or that has the indicator, and then that's the one that I need to find. So there's one in the lower right-hand side. That's the one that I need to capture. And again, if you go back and look, uh, you open it up for uh, the next time, You'll see that it is purple. So it's showing me all the ones that I have not captured, as indicated. Tap it one more time, and it goes away. Uh, visited is very similar. You can turn that on, and you can see there's all the ones that I've visited. Maybe there's one I haven't visited. So again, I tap it, and it, it's orange there. Tap it again, purple. Now that one turns purple. And that's the one that I need to get. It's kind of hard to see in the view that I have here because you have uh, portals that have shields on, but it, it will show you what's there. And, of course, you could turn that off, and then you can look at Scout Controlled and turn that on and off. Um, same thing. It'll tell you, hey, here's the ones that, that are Scout Controlled, which is not really helpful. But if I click it again... And now you see all of them have that, that orange indicator on them. So that means all the ones in that particular park are not scout controlled. So if I'm working on my scout control, I could go in there and I could hit all of those, which I could do it if they are scout controlled as well. But, but that lets us know that they're not scout controlled. And if you've never seen it, if you go into the layers and you turn on the drone net and 
<laughs> this particular place is a small L8 farm. There are a lot of drones there. So if you get in close, you can see a lot of the different drones where they're at. Um, and interestingly enough, if you're wondering you know, how they decide where to put those, let's see if I can capture it right here. It actually, what it does is it places that drone on the line midway between the middle of the portal and the resonator. So it doesn't put it out where the resonator at, it kind of puts it in the middle. But you can then see how many drones are hanging out in here, uh, how many of them are drones for, you know, my faction, how many are for the opposing faction. Um, so if, if you're one of the people that are, you know, quote-unquote drone hunting or you want to return drones, you can look in that area and say, okay, there's five of them on there, and, you know, only one of them's for my faction. I'm going to, you know, kill that one and return them all and apologize to the one guy from my side. So that's the inversion thing. Um, again, it is something that is handy if you're looking for the ones that you're missing uh, and it's helpful. Now, that layer inversion has been around for quite a while on Intel. Um, and actually, this is one of the places, and you know, I've covered this before, but it's one of the places where the stock Intel actually does a better job than IITC. So if you get in close enough, uh, you'll have the layers area, as you can see over here on the right-hand side, pop up. And this is the same area that we were looking at with the drone view. And up where you have layers, you have visited, captured, scout controlled. So I will click on, let's go with visited. And you'll notice that all the ones in that park have the purple. And the one out here on the uh, by Church Street, the one out on my right, not indicated. So if I'm looking at which ones do I need to hit, I flip, and then I've got two of them there, and those are the two that I need to go to. Um, captured, if I look at captured, and you notice that I have the button that says inverted, let's take the invert off. So in this particular case, since it's not inverted and captured's on, this is the only one in this park, in this area, that I have captured. And the reason for that is every time I go to this area, those portals are lit up. That particular one just happened to be dead at the time. If I, you know, flip it, if I invert it, hey, those are all the ones that I would need to capture, which I can't capture because they're already captured. Uh, and then you have your scout controlled again. So there's all the ones that are that are not scout controlled. And when I turn that off, nothing. So there's none of them there that are scout controlled. And I can go back to none. Um, so you can also look at that through IITC and IITC does it a little differently um, again if you may have to put a plug in I think in this particular place this particular time I put in a plug in called portal history and so portal history gives you what they call that they, they call flags uh, or histories so show any uniques received and no check marks nothing's on and it, again it works the very same way so let's say that I want to look at uh, captured. So I click it, and let's go show missing, and okay. So, so those are the ones that I am missing captured. Okay, so those are the ones that I need to capture, if you want to think of it that way. If I go back over and I say you received and say okay, 
That's the only one that I've captured. Um, the other thing that you can look at is on the information about the particular portal down here under where it has history. You can see it'll say visited, captured, and scout controlled, which is handy for one-to-one. -one. So if you're looking for information on that one particular portal, uh, you don't have to look at the map to get it. You may get it somewhere else. So there you have it. New stuff that's in the scanner. Again, if it's something that you like, turn it on, use it, and maybe it'll become part of the core in the scanner. And I hope I see you out in the field sometime soon, agents. So long. You want to keep Prime Tips coming your way? Then consider becoming a Prime Tips supporter. For as little as a buck a month, you can support Prime Tips as we give you new ways to enjoy Ingress and your Ingress Prime Scanner. So throw us a buck or two. We can use it for important things like gas, food, frackers, and most importantly, creating Prime Tips podcasts and videos. That's right, I said videos. Every Prime Tip audio podcast has a Prime Tips video to go with it because, you know, sometimes it's just easier to see something done instead of hearing how something's done. So, become a Prime Tips supporter. Visit bit.ly slash Prime Tips support. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash capital P-R-I-M-E capital T-I-P-S capital S-U-P-P-O-R-T. And to watch our videos, go to bit.ly slash Prime Tips video. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash capital P-R-I-M-E capital T-I-P-S capital V-I-D-E-O. Check the show notes for these and other Prime Tips links. Thanks.